Blog Talk Radio. Oh, they didn't play it this time. <laughs> okay, so hello and welcome everybody to Three's the Charm. Um, this is Sue Ellis Seller and I have Melody Luna here hello. with me today. Oops, sorry. Hi, Melody. Hello. Hello, how are you today? Good, I'm doing great. Good. And I also have Michelle McKenzie on the line today. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Sue and Melody. How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm Good. catching my breath. Oh. <laughs> I know, you had to get back from school. Yes. So, But endings and new beginnings is the theme for me today. But I know we're all going to talk about... Um, signs and symbols, but um, my daughter graduated from, like, it's kind of a high school that mixes their um, associate's degree at the same time. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So that was her um, her ceremony today, which we found out about yesterday. So. <laughs> wow. I've never heard of them offering that in high school. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So they do things a little differently around here. So, but it works. Yeah. For, for and yeah, that's other cool. Yeah. So we we already have callers waiting, which is really nice. But yay. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention to everybody that um, if any of you would like a private reading from either Michelle, Melody, or myself. We're all on Zodiac Psychics, aren't we? So we are. I am. <laughs> okay. Are. And I don't mind, ladies, if you share your website address uh, while we're talking also so that people can get in touch with you, like, directly also as well. Oh, super. Okay. So, Melody. I wanted to ask you, because I, last week we had all the technical difficulties and we had all the fun fun stuff that kind of uh, paused our conversation. But um, so signs and symbols um, are a part of dream interpretation as well. Yes, they are. They're a very important part of um, dreams. And I know we mentioned also that it also depends on what you consider um, your own symbol. So I totally agree of that sometimes we can't just pick up a book and assume that the symbols in the book are also work for us. But I do give um, studying symbolism and working with dreams, I've come up with a basic approach, but I think that's why it's important to also know the emotion of the person um, within the dream too, because that's a different sign and symbol. Because, let's, for example, you dream about a snake. Well, some people are afraid of snakes. So if you're afraid of snakes in your dream, that's a whole different symbolism. Um, because me, I'm not afraid of snakes, and, you know, they shed their skin. So it's, it's coming into a, a different life. It's shedding your old past. So it means totally different things in different ways. Right. Oh, that's a good thing. And also different cultures um, interpret different mm-hmm. Colors and numbers in different ways. Mhm. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, because I think four is a very unlucky number in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, 
where we we all the angel people. Yeah, all the well, angel I people. know the the oh, number sorry. thirteen is unlucky for other people, like the number thirteen. But for me, thirteen is very lucky. And if you take the symbols, you know, take the numbers one and three and add them together, they equal four. So mm-hmm. to go back to your point that like four is lucky for us, but it might not be lucky for someone else. Right, exactly. And Michelle, um, yeah, symbols are also a big part of tarot. They're a huge part of tarot, and and you know it's funny because I was thinking about the symbols today, knowing that we were going to talk about it, and I'm also a master mason, a Freemason, and oh. symbology is paramount. It's a it's huge in Masonic work and Masonic lore. Um, and some of the decks have a lot of crossover symbolism between Freemasonry and um, the Kabbalah. Mm-hmm. And uh, at any rate, yes, the, the tarot decks are brimming with symbolism, and for me, I like to pick a deck to use that has a lot going on in it, because I right. love all the images, trying to figure out what did the the artist have intent intend for this symbol. Mm. Right. Well, like then- in a, the Aquarian deck, they had a lot of the images have kind of a crystalline shape in them and those were there to inspire you to think about past that the crystals represented some things of the past in those cards and then they had these loops and those represented the future nowhere else have I seen that but just in that Mm. one deck and that's the Aquarian deck you you said? Yeah. Right. I have to get that one. Oh, I know. It's cool. <laughs> yes, definitely. And uh, now I'm all like, oh, my gosh, we're going to have to have a show on masonry and, you know, and the crossover between mm-hmm. what, um, if you're allowed to talk about that, because I know it's a very, um, well, from what I understand of it, it's a very secretive Society, and I'm also very intrigued and curious because you're a woman, right? And I'm not sure if it's old school that it was more of a, a man's world, or if it's still prevalent in the um, in the organization today. So there are women Freemasons, and our headquarters is actually in Larkspur, Colorado, uh, and it's under the auspices of the American Federation of Human Rights. Okay. And it started in the 1800s, the late 1800s, where they really started pulling women together. There had been women in various lodges at different times, and usually it was not uh it was frowned on and um and there are a lot of lodges today who with 
that are still male only, and they do not recognize women uh, mm-hmm. as Freemasons. But there are also a lot of men who have left their traditional Masonic Lodge and come over to what is called uh, co-masonry because it's more esoteric and it's more fulfilling. Okay. Interesting. So it's kind of modernizing in the way that a lot of other um, other groups are, you know, to put it, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good, Don. So there are different, if you go searching, like there's Alistair Crowley knew Annie Besant, and Annie Besant was part of the uh, the co-masonry movement. Um, and I believe Madame Blavatsky was as well. Okay. So there's, there's some real strong ties uh, over 100 years ago. But, um, yes, it's it's flourishing for women. Well, <laughs> well, that's good to know, though. And yeah. especially, like, when you're, like, in the same way that it seems like all of us, like Melody, myself, you, Michelle, a lot of the people who um, are in this background do the same things, um, in the same way as a hundred years ago, it seems like the circles kind of get tighter and tighter as, as you go nearer, you know, the further in you go, the more people you meet, basically. Isn't that interesting? I think you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then those people open up different arms of spiritual studies or, you know, knowledge or wisdom to us. Yeah. Different mystery schools. Yeah. It's very cool. We have a caller. We have a few waiting, actually. So do you guys, or do you ladies, I'm sorry, I always call you guys guys. You can call me guys. It's okay. (laughs) I know I'm a woman. Okay. I know you You ladies are ladies. I'm good. (laughs) So... I'll bring our caller on, and we can do a short little reading and then talk a little bit more about symbolism. Is that okay? Sounds good. Sounds great. Okay. Hi, thanks for holding. Who are we chatting with today? My name's Angela. Hi, Angela. Hi, Angela. Hey. So, do you have have a question? Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Go ahead. I guess I'm more concerned about career. Well, whatever pops up the strongest will be all right. I'm open. So many of my areas of my life are open right now. Anyone have anything yet? Or are we all still shuffling? I'm still pulling, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I just wanted to make a side note before I do my reading in general. Um, I wanted to say that specifically me, I don't predict the future in my readings. I 
I know on last week's show I mentioned the future in one of my readings, and I wanted to clarify that. I read for the present day only. I know sometimes by saying the word future, what I really mean is actually potential. So I read for the present to help guide for the now for your highest good can be reached and your overall potential of the situation will be guided in a more positive direction. So I'm going to work with your personal energy, if that's okay. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, so um, I'm seeing that you had had contentment in the past towards your career. So you have had had success, and everything can come full circle. But right now it looks like you feel like um, you're unwilling to kind of I wouldn't say you're unwilling, but you feel like you can't move forward and you feel like you're missing opportunities left and right. Um, And it might not be in a physical way, but in a mental way, you might be kind of discontented with all that's passing you by because you feel like you need to further your career. Um, You want something more meaningful at this time. And I feel like working with your personal energy, if you get that confidence up that you can reach something that I see that happening um, with your personal energy. It seems like when I pulled the cards, not many cards came out, which tells me this is just a little road bump, and it has to do with your confidence, and the good, the first card was good, and the last card was good, which means it's telling me that you started off good, there's a little bit of bumpiness in the middle, but it will, your potential of the situation to get better will come full circle. So you, you're going in the right direction. Just make sure that you don't feel like you're missing out on things because your, your personal energy will start to diminish over time. So get it back up, and when you get it back up, opportunities will start coming towards you. That's what I think. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Michelle, do you have anything to add? Yes. So it almost sounded like we we drew the same cards and what so what I'm seeing is um that you've become bored with what you're doing or were doing. Um what comes to mind is just watching people snore. <laughs> It was just boring. And that there is something that's happened or about to happen that's going to really change things up big. And you're going to think, you might think that it's bad, but it's going to give you a new perspective. And a new perspective is really going to then take you to where you want to go. So you're going to be stepping into what it is that you really want to your own passion. Um, And it's going to be different than what you expected it to be. And that's all that I have to, to tell you. Does any of that make any sense to you? Well, I, I I take photos, I document. I am so tired of the same thing over and over. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, very. Okay. Very. There's <laughs> only so many pictures you can take of a protest or a parade. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's always something. If it's a shooting, if it's a, you know, it's just kind of crazy. And, you know, I thought I could make a difference, and well, I'm just documenting. So this sounds like you've got an opportunity that you'll want to be aware of. So watch for signs that open up for you and say this. And these could be rough signs. <laughs> so, but As I'm Mason, hoping that they are. What type of signs would you look for? Well, I think that if something bumps you in the head, you'll know it, because. Um, this will be, I, I see it as something that's, that's really going to get your attention. Um, I'm sorry, I can't like, be Get my born. attention out or get my t- attention, wow, that's wonderful. I think it might be an owl. Oh. But don't worry, because owls always fade. <laughs> they, because the card, <laughs> the card after that is fabulous and you will be stepping into your own and you're going to be looking at things in a new way and creating things that you want to have okay that's good i mean i I like that i like that very much yeah i appreciate you sharing your talent with people oh thank you sue well, you know, I got exactly the same thing <laughs> coming up. Oh, oh my gosh. You know? Interesting. Um, I'm not liking the owl part, though. Can we modify that? I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> and what type of owl does it feel like? Does it feel financial, relationship, or? Oh, maybe it's I'm my medicine. Maybe that's it. No, when she said it hits you in the head, I almost, you know, I almost thought, yeah, it's going to be like something like getting you, you know, like yeah. something completely unexpected, like coming and being thrown at you and maybe not in a terrible way. Like Michelle said, don't worry about it, but something really okay. kind of knocking you off your feet. And from that, you get this kind of revelation about a different direction in which to take your work because documentation is you know it's funny the way that you said it that you really went into this work wanting to make a difference and documenting things especially in this era can make a difference but it just seems like it um it, i don't want to say it, it's kind tedious. of after the fact yeah not only yeah. tedious but also um a, a voice in a million do you know what i mean um mm-hmm. So it's just something that's really important to be done and perhaps allowing yourself to inject a perspective into it instead of um, because I I feel like you were really true to the art and you wanted to be like a a pure journalist and take Mm -hmm. things from a perspective that was was specifically um, very true to um, the entire picture. Um, but there's also this part of you that's um, really passionate about things that you've set aside 
in order to kind of um, honor the purity of the art that you do or the work that you do. And so part of me feels like this should be something more artistic and more in line, like Michelle and Melody both said, with, with the passion that you have about the pictures that you take or about the things that you're documenting. So you can have, you know, two different sets of perspectives on one picture. One would be the pure um, historical documentation, and the other would be the, um, and I, I'm sorry, I'm just going off on this, but would be the, No, I appreciate this. The part that, you know, honors your passion towards, you know, airing this story from your perspective. So, I mean, that's just my interpretation of the thing. (laughs) Wow. Well, I very much appreciate this. This is a a kindness that you show everyone. And I don't think ladies or or the gentlemen that do this get thanked often enough. So I thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Angela. And good luck to you. Okay, yeah. well, I'm sure there's more people waiting, and I guess I'll wait for that conk on the head. <laughs> <laughs> Just be open, be open to the possibilities. I know you said, the, I know Michelle said the word owl, and I heard, I think I heard you, Angela, say the word medicine. And what's right. funny is I have a card set up from the week because I pull a card every week to know what I should work on. And I looked at my card on my desk, and it says owl medicine on it with the picture of an owl. So to piggyback on you saying medicine and Michelle saying owl, see if there is owls. This could be in your dreams. Um, And if you go out, let's say you're grocery shopping and you see some cereal with an owl logo on it, things like that. Um, and and see that just as a sign that what we're saying is confirmation that you need to move in the right direction and there, you feel like you're missing an opportunity, like I said before, but be open to the possibilities because I see it coming around full circle positively for you and the potential you have. Well, to me, an owl is death. I'm close to the Osage Drive, but, you know, death will right. change. And, no, yep. it'll be mm-hmm. okay. Yep, I'm not getting anything bad with the owl. I think the owl is a very strong symbol, and like you said, it's something the start of something new. So. Well, that's great. That is great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yes. Thank you so much. I'll try to call back and give you an update. Oh, I'd love to hear great. it. Great. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Definitely. Take care. All right, thank Take you. Care. Thanks. So that is really interesting. It's so funny. I mean, every time that it happens where we end up picking up the same cards or the same messages, it always, you know, <laughs> just is a confirmation to me. Yeah, yeah, that was very interesting. Oh, when you said that, I just pictured our guides holding hands. Like my oh. guide, your guide, Michelle's guide, and they're all oh. in a circle. They're all holding hands in a circle. That's what oh. I got in my head just now. <laughs> wow. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, that gives me goosebumps, definitely. <laughs> oh. And that's really interesting, too. Okay, so Angela said that um, to her, an owl means is a symbol of death. 
And so to Melody, it has a totally, and to me especially, or to all of us, Melody, you said it has a different meaning for you, like an owl. Mm -hmm. What does it mean to you? Well, um, it's not my main animal totem, but I I find when it comes into my life, like recently, like I just pulled the card of the week, um, it it's specifically which owl and the owl that I have working with me is the barn owl, the white owl. Um, so that to me is it because it's white and it's in nocturnal, it is the white and the light. So it is, it brings clarity and truth to a situation. So whenever I feel confused or I don't know what is true and what's false, the owl is a reminder that you are the truth and you can trust your intuition and there is lightness within the dark. So that's what that specific owl means for me. Like there's a light at the end of the tunnel, and you need to trust yourself and trust the universe. Right. How about you, Michelle? I love the owl. I have tried to raise the baby owl that had fallen oh. out of a nest, and I have this big ring that has an owl on it. To me, owls are wise keepers of night and and knowledge um, and ready to share when you come to them in a humble way. Right. I I love them. So they're very similar, um, Melody and, and Michelle. The the illumination, the um you know, kind of um, nighttime, so bringing light into a situation, wisdom, um, humbleness. Because I always think of you know, I very uh, classic Western, you know, wise owl kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think of of there being a lot of wisdom. Um, and you know, I was looking at some Halloween cards recently, and they have a lot of owls in them. So apparently, we're supposed to be afraid of them. Uh, I don't really quite get it myself. But um, well, that and would what? Probably, oh. What? That would probably be a topic for like a Halloween special because I'm not sure that Ooh. we should be. <laughs> That we should be scared of them, or if they're nighttime, you know, illumination wisdom kind of things. Where, whereas, um, you know, in in the changing traditions and everything like that, just the same as a witch. Um, you know, now we know that right. witches are probably women who knew about um, working with herbs and polstices and um, uh-huh. you know traditional medicine, medicinal practices and who might be able to read. Right. <laughs> you know how dare right. they? And the lunar, like the lunar cycles and the seasons and all that stuff. Exactly, right. and so to. Um, to put the owl within that context and to use, tie it in with that symbolism and how we, and really, you know, also like snakes and what we were talking about too, the the more you learn about the, the tendencies or the characteristics of an animal, um, 
and are able to apply them to the symbolism, just like uh, the medicinal purposes for plants and things like that, mm-hmm. it kind of enriches the symbolism. I have a couple book suggestions if anybody's interested. Um, Animal Speak by Ted Andrews is a great book for animal symbolism. And I know you mentioned herbs, and I know Scott Cunningham's Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs is another great reference. Oh, he's done some good books. Mm-hmm, they're fabulous. I've had them yeah. for years. Yeah, I just picked up one of his the other day, as a matter of fact. I can't remember the title, but it was excellent. Mm-hmm. And don't like c- need to consider yourself a witch or pagan to pick up the books. It's just great to totally. study and have a reference. Yeah. Yes, yes. I liked in it he offered you offers just everyday rituals for mm-hmm. honoring your for honoring your life and uh you do not need to be a witch or pagan or whatever mm-hmm. in order to create rituals that have um that connect you to things and that's what rituals mm-hmm. do. And, and also even the word ritual scares people sometimes. Ritual? What do you mean ritual? It's like, yeah. well, a ritual can be getting up every morning and grabbing a cup of coffee. Well, that that's one of mine. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have that's to be one a scary of mine. word. Yes, and the ritual is when you, if you go to church and mm-hmm. you walk in and they pass the plate, um, these are all rituals. And when, if you're in a Catholic church and they... The uh, thurifer walks down the aisle with and and is uh, spreading the incense. That's a ritual. So there, mm-hmm. it's everywhere. You're right. Yep. Oh, exactly. So, and a lot of the the symbols too are shared between different backgrounds and different religions and different and. Um, a lot of them have been incorporated from one context into another throughout the ages. And so generally speaking, they mean the same thing or they have that, that base symbolistic quality, but then either they get perverted by the, the people who take them over or they shift in meaning as the times change. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's a lot of, not that we're having a Halloween conversation right now, but I think <laughs> a lot of that of Halloween came from pre-Christian and then was adopted by Christianity um, in certain ways where they changed things just a little to make it uh, an acceptable practice. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have that information all in front of me right now. But there's some really interesting things. That, what you're talking about is that coming together and changing things that suit that particular um, group, for lack mm-hmm. of a better word. Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll continue with this conversation because I have a lot to add to this because just um, living in um, rural Austria and how the Christian and pagan um, symbols are so very intertwined with one another. So I love that. 
That would yeah. be fascinating. Oh, it mm-hmm. is, totally. And especially for somebody like us, it's just like, ooh, now I understand. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have another caller waiting, and this one's from 480, so I know that's an Arizona person. So let's see who's mm-hmm. calling from Arizona today. Hello. Thank you for waiting. Who are we speaking with today? Hello, ladies. My name is Mike. Hi, Mike. Mike. Hello. Hey. Quick How question. How can we help you? To, what's your question? Yeah, quick question. Uh, I'm currently just uh, I'm waiting tables while I'm working on a couple projects, and I kind of want to get an idea if you kind of see a uh, uh, me changing, uh, you know, places to work at. If you see another opportunity or where I'm at is going to um, correct itself and turn out to be better than, I, than it is now. Okay. Okay, I'm we're just pulling cards for you. Is anybody ready? I'm still pulling. Well, I have um, the first card that I pulled was victory and conquest. And so this is showing me that you mentioned turning things around at your work. And so I almost feel like you're going to be victorious, and but there's a part of this that's going to be like kind of one of those um, those victories that kind of feels just wrong overall like you don't I don't feel like you're going to return to any kind of comfort level at this job right um, and also seeing the victory and conquest if you're putting in resumes at other places um, I I see this being a thing that um, will definitely you know pan out in the long run that you'll get a different job you'll probably find something that's better um, because I also got the come together reversed, and so that shows me like the you know just it being come together, but upside down shows me that it's not going to come together at all. You know, I, I it can't get any more plain than that. So, unfortunately, I do see a period of discomfort and disharmony, but I also see you moving into a better place and vi- being victorious, which is going to kind of you'll feel a little vindicated ultimately and able to move on. Perfect. Okay. Ladies, do you have anything else to add? Yeah. So I pulled three cards. The first one tells me that... Well, it's the Wheel of Fortune. And in your current situation, I think you are ready for a change and it's about to happen. And the other star, the the next card I pulled was the star. And that's a beautiful, hopeful card. And after that, I got the King of Wands. So I'm wondering, do you have entrepreneurial 
thoughts going on? That's what the other projects are. Ah, okay. So and the, waiting, that, and the waiting tables is just to pay the bill. Right. So it looks like you are going to be moving into your plans. Your visions are going to become reality. Yes. So, and it looks like it's going to happen soon. We're about to launch, yes. <laughs> what? We're about to launch. Oh, exciting. Yes. Very exciting. So you, you're you ready. And <laughs> I want to hear all about it when after you've launched. You need to call us back. Certainly, certainly. Sue, did you have something? Oh, I started out. So, oh. Melody. Melody. Yes, I have a couple of cards. <laughs> a few <laughs> cards. So, I work with your personal energy. So, what I'm seeing from you is that right now you may have a problem balancing money, uh, finances. Either you feel like there's too much going out and not enough coming in, or um, you're too cautious with the money right now because you're not sure where you're gonna where you're gonna need it. I also see, but I do see that you do have a high quality of work behind you and that you're a really good team player. So you work well with other people when you're working towards a goal. I also see in your benefits that you can be a very trusted person because you have a way about you. I wouldn't say... I wouldn't say that you give your time away freely too much, but the way that you act, you're very compassionate or can be compassionate with others. So when you're assisting others, you're doing it from a place that, um, from the heart. So I would still tap into that energy, doing what you love and helping other people and keeping that in your in your, your realm or in your aura, in your energy, because people take to that very well. I also see that either you need to or you have or tap into your confidence level, speak out professionally, balance your emotions with your mental, with your logic, and then when that happens, you will notice, as you probably noticed before, once you tap into this personality um, of being speaking your mind, things will start moving fast. So many things will start to happen. Just keep going with that open heart, but also speak your mind. And I think you'll find the success that you're looking for down the road, the potential. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I have been speaking my uh, my mind uh, of late at work. So, yeah, we'll, so we'll mm-hmm. see. <laughs> yep, keep going with that. That's your strength. That's your strength, speaking your mind but also being helpful to others. So that's right. good. Awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank oh, you. You're welcome, Mike. Take care. Good luck. All right. Thank you. Thanks. Well, that was fun. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Melody, I wanted to yeah. ask you because when we were planning on doing um, the 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 symbols, you mentioned shadow work, or. Mm-hmm. So the kind of negative signs, I guess you would call it. I don't like saying the word negative, but the not so positive stuff as like an awareness. 
Well, it's um, always good to be aware, though. I mean, we can't we can't avoid that in life. And if things are starting to roll in a direction that needs to be corrected, it's a good thing to mm-hmm. know that's right. Mm-hmm. When I started, um, when my abilities came to me as a medium, I decided, rec- not recently, but decided recently after I got my um, in tune with my abilities that. If I'm working with spirit and I'm having this kind of work, I better research and study what signs I need to look out for that are not good. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like if, I, if I'm playing with spirit, not all spirits are good. <laughs> so I better have a backup system and awareness of what is bad or what can happen and be prepared. So that's why I think it's important just to be prepared and aware versus scared. Um, but I just wanted to bring up a couple things. Um, if if a person, and this is more of, I guess, kind of physical, if you start feeling like your sense of clarity is gone or you're bumping into things or um, you feel disoriented, I, you be aware of that and get in touch with the positivity within yourself. I know that I was under psychic attack at one point. Um, it, this is when somebody's thinking negatively, negatively of you very strongly. This person didn't know what I looked like. They didn't know who I was. But I found myself getting very dizzy, bumping into things, um, not liking myself, feeling depressed. Um, and as an empath, I'm sure that's very strong when you feel somebody else feeling things right. towards you. So just be aware. Don't be scared of it, but just be aware that don't be down on yourself. Just know that this happens, and this is a couple of signs to look for when you feel off. And know that you just keep exercising that self-love, keep grounding yourself, keep eating grounding foods, keep going out in sunshine, keep up with these things so that you can always come back to yourself. Um, But, again, it's good to know because you don't want to start melding your energy with something negative and thinking it's all you. So awareness is the key to balance yourself out. Oh, that's interesting. Very interesting. You know, with the shadow self, though, I, uh, I recently quit a job and um, I called it my day job. But there was somebody that I worked with that uh, was always pushing my buttons. And I realized that she, our interactions were pointing out my shadow work because she, I was, I was doing things that she did not understand. And it really was, it became important for me to figure out how am I putting myself out there in the world that I can be misunderstood by this person because I liked her. Um, so, so some of the shadow work, and actually we're we're friends now, but some of the shadow work is, is so important for us to get clarity about who we really are versus who we 
think we are, we might be fooling ourselves. And I think um, in my case, some of it I was fooling myself. And she was picking up on that. Uh, So the interactions with other people can really prove a huge uh, boon and offer us great lessons into those things if we're looking to to be a better person then we mm-hmm. can't do that without other people mm-hmm. and looking at our shadows there has to be dark with the light right exactly yeah that's so true what both of you are saying though know, the dark and the light and you know being seeing our reflection in other people and you know kind of working on ourselves and also you know being aware of of how we feel towards ourselves and if there are big changes in that and then kind of examining everything around us and within us to sort out where is it coming from is it coming from me is it coming from somebody else Right. And how can I realign myself with a more positive focus? And am I fooling myself? Is this somebody else trying yeah. to manipulate my thoughts about me? So mm-hmm. it's yeah. that awareness. You know, even reading like an article, like me as an empath, I noticed when I started reading articles, I started thinking I was that person reading an article like all their opinions I felt so strongly about those opinions and I'm like wait I don't even believe in that (laughs) like it's not me I'm feeling the energy of the person talking even when I read negative comments online under like YouTube videos or anything like that it's like that's not me (laughs) that's me thinking that's me because they feel so strongly oh very interesting well my my I, when I was working at my, I was at an animal shelter, a manager at an animal shelter, and um, as an empath, I was um, over overwhelmed with the emotions of the people who came in, and uh, and it was oftentimes a very dark, very dark place. But there were also all those light light beings who were coming in and just loving these animals and bringing them home for, to be their forever family member. So it's, I don't even know where I was going with that. I'm sorry. Oh, don't worry. It's but it's just a lot of emotion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and emotion can be a symbol as well. So. Mhm. Mhm. So we have another caller who's been patient here. Let me bring this person on. Are you ladies ready? Ready. Ready. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for your patience. Who are we chatting with? Iris, how are you guys doing? Hi, Iris. Hi, Iris. I'm doing great. How are you yeah. doing? I'm doing fine. 
Do you have a question for us today? Uh, it's mostly like about my my relationship, like my love life and stuff like this. Uh, so it sounds like you have a relationship right now. Well, I mean, there's kind of sort of. <laughs> okay. So you'd like to know if it's going to become a relationship. Is that it? I would like to know if we're going to get back together and if that relationship going on. Okay. Anybody else ready? I want to see what everybody else has to say because I got okay. some really uh, interesting <laughs> cards, we'll say. So let's see what, what okay. everybody else has got. Okay, here. so I'll, I'll go ahead and start. And so this first card looks like. It looks like this relationship is, is, for lack of a better word, it looks like somebody's super picky, and it is kind of annoying itself to death. <laughs> so, um, the I think it might be. So one person is really being the boss of the relationship. It's not equal. Does that resonate with you? Kind of, sort of. And I see a card where you are starting fresh. And I don't think it's with this person, but I am just sharing with you the energy that I'm picking up through your spirit beings right now. Mm -hmm. And so it's not fortune telling. I just want to make that clear, like Melody had said earlier. I I heard you earlier. Yeah. (laughs) So I see a new beginning for you, but um, it looks like something needs to change a lot if this is a relationship that you want to stay with. Okay. 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 So, Melody or Sue? Um, I'll let you go. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, I am seeing that um, when it looks like traditional viewpoints can be well for you. Um, so whenever you're feeling a hard time, I see that you do ask your friends um, or companions over their advice, like what do you think of this person? Do you think I should be with them? And things like that. That's very grounding for you, so that, that's good. 
I also see that um, the angels do know about this relationship. I just got confirmation they do know what you're going through. Um, this is going to be a, a spiritual growth for you in terms of the way you view relationships. I also see that you are you can be a very um, tender-hearted, loving, patient person. Um, I would suggest to practice this patience with this relationship and tap into your intuition. I know that could be hard sometimes, but try to level out that intuition and that um, the airy intuition with the grounding advice from your friends. So balance those can be very helpful. But I also see that you need to um, kind of weigh your options when it comes to this relationship. And um, once you do that, you will you find um, you will find that you will come into your own, and that a relationship, a partnership, will develop from that, and that you should continue to move forward with that mentality, because I do see it evolving. If that helps, I do see the potential in this if you work on grounding yourself, taking time to think about this, and then using your intuition. And like grounding yourself, I mean talk to your friends um, spend t- or spend time alone. I'm seeing more more so talk to your friends and get advice on what they think. Go with your intuition and then, and then um, take patience to weigh that decision. Okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. And, yeah, Iris, I just want to, like, reaffirm, you know, um, giving yourself uh, that TLC and really taking a time to step back uh, with your friends and figure out if you want to continue the cycle. That Because I feel like this is a cycle of ups and downs with the same person. Um, and it's mm-hmm. been causing you a lot of stress and a lot of heartache and a lot of sorrow. Um, and then it gets better for a few minutes. And then, you know, um, then it's time to evaluate what you want for your future. So, yeah, I think that both Michelle and I, or Michelle and Melody saw that as well. So. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, best of luck to you because it does seem like. Let us know how that goes. I will. Okay, good. Thank you, lady. Thank Thank you. you. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye. So, I was thinking maybe I'd share my website address in case anybody wants to get in touch with me and the rest of us. Um, mine is mypurposepath.com. And uh, if you want to get in touch with me, you can go there, or you can find me on zodiacpsychics.com. And that was Michelle. And Melody, what's your um, web address? Well, <laughs> I'm waiting to get a .com, so I'm not there yet, like my own name. But for now, it's Melody Luna, M-E-L-O-D-I-E-L-U-N-A, dot Wix, site, W-I-X-S-I-C-E, 
com slash psychic. You can okay. find me there and at Zodiac Psychics. And if you want to email me directly because you don't have a pen and you can't remember that, um, just email me at MelodyLuna13, that's one three, at gmail.com. Okay. And your email address, Michelle? Oh, it is MyPurposePath at gmail.com. Okay. And I'm... Suella Stoller, and my website is suellastoller.com. So it's really a lot of letters and a lot of double letters. S U E E L L I S S A L L E R. And my email address is sue at suellastoller.com. So I think I took the vanity thing a little bit too far there, but you know. <laughs> no, you didn't. It's perfect. <laughs> It's not about the vanity. It's about securing the name. Right. Right. And everybody knows who you are. So they can find you. So it's good. Yes, exactly. And one more thing before we go, because we we really touched a little bit on this um, in the conversation, but I wanted to kind of re-bring this up. But feelings as symbols. Because some people, you just run into them and you feel drained or you feel like almost like you're going to throw up or, you know, yes. you feel really excited. Um, and I don't want people to discount, you know, whatever way a symbol comes to you is the right way to feel it or see it or hear it or smell it or know it. Wow. Good. That's a very good point. Um, I also wanted to bring up um, one last sign on my list. We covered everything, but um, I think it's important to know the difference between signs from the angels and signs from a crossover loved one, that they Uh, can be different. Okay. Yeah, so, like, feathers is obviously angels. Well, to some people it's obvious. Um, Song lyrics, like we talked about, 444, there's also a saying called pennies from heaven so some people might think the angels give them pennies um but there's this fine line because when a crossover loved one gives you symbols they're more or signs they're more personal so there may be an old clock that never worked that used to belong to your crossover grandfather it starts to work um you start to smell his tobacco smoke um you start to feel um, certain sensations of him, like, hugging you. Um, So any personal symbols like that, or let's say that your favorite, uh, your grandfather's favorite animal was a hummingbird, and you start seeing hummingbirds all the time. That's the difference between uh, a crossover loved one and an angel. The other one, the, the spiritual, the crossover loved one, is more personal than an angel. An angel is just there for confirmation and maybe push you along your way. Um, the crossover loved one is more of a personal, hi, I'm here, I, I'm sending you a hello, and you know it's me because I'm making the messages and signs very personal to you. Um, also, if you get visitation dreams or you pick up something on a recorder like an EVP that is their voice, then that is also confirmation of one that has crossed over. So those are the little differences um, between the symbols. That's good to know, I think, definitely. So, Mm -hmm. 
Do you think that lyrics can be bold, though? I mean, we have about 10 seconds left, but <laughs> I'm just putting I think, out for this. Well, lyrics and pennies can be both. So some people think pennies come from heaven, and other people think pennies come from their crossover loved ones. So there is a fine line. It depends on your feeling and songs because you think, okay, me and my grandpa used to listen to that song all the time, but then maybe there's angel references in the song. <laughs> so you would have to probably decide, or maybe they're merged together. Maybe that's a sign that the angels are bringing your grandfather through, uh, and they're just confirming that for you. Okay. Interesting. But that's just my opinion. You would have to, you know, know your own symbols, too. Well, I think that's, yeah, like, that's the best point. Like, know your own symbols and what usually means a certain person for you or angelic in, intuition or, um, like, with the background that you have, too, because certain things are going to mean certain things to you that, like, we saw with the owl earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, ladies, it has been another spectacular evening <laughs> or afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was terrific. So, Thank you. And I think the new time is going to be Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central Time, what we had originally planned for. Um, 7 p.m. Yeah, I... I know Tuesday coming up is 4th of July, so I'm not sure what anybody's uh, doing that week. Okay. Um, we will let everybody know about next week because here I'm in Austria and 4th of July is just another day of the week here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but I know um, yeah. a lot of the American people are celebrating, and so it's up to you ladies. So. Well, 10 o'clock our time. Let's see, through one o'clock. Yeah, you know, I know I'll be free. I don't have any plans right now, so as as of right now, I'm free. free. I'm free, and I think it would be fine. Okay. Okay, then let's say next week at our new time, the real new time, not the new time. Oh my gosh, Sue had something come up. Okay, the real new time it is. The real new time. Yay. So that's 10 a.m. in Pacific and Mountain Time, right? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Right. Okay, and 7 p.m. Central European Time. Cool. Well, again, ladies, I really appreciate you coming in and helping out and chatting with the folks that call us. So It's fun. I love it. Good. Thank yes. you. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks, Sue. Thank you, yes, Michelle. Thank you. Take care. Thank you, Take care. <laughs> Have a great <laughs> okay. afternoon. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.